0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome in to the Inside Carolina podcast. This is the last defensive position preview podcast we're doing. Of course, we have Greg Barnes and Jason Staples from Inside Carolina with us. I'm your host, Ross Martin. We talked about cornerbacks and nickelbacks last week. Today, we're talking about safeties. and We'll also touch on nickelbacks some because of how intertwined they are. Let's jump right into it with the depth chart here. So at safety, you have Trey Morrison, who played a lot of safety last year. He's also played some cornerback and nickelback during his career at Carolina. You have Jacorius Conley, who uh, comes to Carolina for his sophomore season, played a lot of nickelback last season, makes the move to safety full-time entering 2021. And you have Geo Biggers, uh, who the staff really likes. We'll get into more of that. And then behind them, you have Cam Kelly as kind of the fourth safety Cameron Roseman Sinclair, who I believe is also a sophomore. Um, and then Dontavious Nash is the big freshman uh, safety. So looking at group Greg and what you know from spring game, what you know from covering the team uh, last couple months, what do you think about the safety group, how it breaks down and this depth chart for UNC and in the 2021 season?
0: Well, I think what's fascinating about this group, Ross, and, and talking with some, some contacts after the spring game was that this is a fluid situation, and what's unique about that is pretty much everybody's back. And so typically you would say, okay, well, they know what they've got and they're comfortable with this uh, setup. That wasn't the case in spring ball, and I I think that kind of speaks to some of the issues they had at safety last year. Um, Losing Miles Wolfolk after the first game I think was really detrimental. Now, now the good thing in hindsight is that it gave a lot of other guys opportunities to kind of show what they can and cannot do. Um, but but the fact that, you know, Jacarius Conley, you know he's going to be on the field, but where do you want him? Do you want him at nickel? Or do you want him at safety? And it, it, it appears as though that, that by what he showed in spring practice, they really think he's an, you know, kind of a, a stud for them at safety. And so that's, that's big. And then when you have a guy like Gio Biggers who just splashed, uh, kind of came out of nowhere. You know, Mac Brown was really high on him in spring practice saying, you know, this is a guy that was really just kind of a reserve guy, a special teams guy for us. And just, uh, he, he hit the weight room hard he hit the film room hard and just exploded and became a guy that they, they think is going to be, not only is he going to play a lot, he has a potential to start for him. Um, and then when you, when you look at those two highs, then you say, okay, well, what about Cam Kelly? What about Don Chapman? What about Trey Morrison? Um, Morrison, a good leader, good, good heady guy. Uh, the size issue is always kind of followed him around. That, that's just part of the deal. Um, you know, Chapman, they've played him in a lot of different positions. Uh, probably going to end up at, at nickel now. And then Cam Kelly was injured you know, early in his career. And I think he's just kind of been slow to come along. They like what he can do. Uh, he's not quite where they want him quite yet. And so the, the fact that you have a lot of familiar names, but there's a lot of activity back there, I think it's interesting. As I said, it speaks to some of the issues they had last year, but it gives them a fresh start coming into the uh, training camp this year. And you can do that when you know you've got you know, solid options at cornerback. You can kind of piece things together as you want. And that's what spring's for, right, it's to try and experiment. And uh, apparently at this point in time, Jay Bateman feels like he's got some really good options after playing around in spring.
1: Alright, let me, let me drop some notes here. That was a great breakdown, but Greg, we drop some notes on what I've heard from safety before we get into the position with Jason. Uh, yeah, like Greg said, the Geo Biggers has improved a ton. I mean, he's one of the guys there. He's going to play a lot. Uh, one of the three guys competing for two spots. Um, Cam Kelly's the fourth guy, um, but all this can change. And they love Dracorius Conley. Some notes on Dracorius Conley. He's the best kind of add-on run defender they have. So they want him in the box a lot. That's why he moves to safety. He, he's the He's the the biggest defensive back they I he can really tackle in space. That's why I love him. He can hit hard. He's going to be an NFL safety. They recruited him at safety. He impacts the defense more as safety. So the reason why he moved is very clear. And they kind of just wanted to get him on the field by playing him at nickelback because it was easy to learn and kind of gave him a a singular role. And with safety, I mean, it's the most uh, cerebral position for a UNC defender in Jay Bateman's defense. I think Jason can speak on that, but they have to make a lot of calls and organize the defense a lot. And so that's why Jacorius is moving there now and not starting there as a freshman. But um, the role of the safety is very important in getting the defense set up. They expect JQ to be a eighty um, an 80 tackle guy game, which is pretty crazy for that position. And uh, and with Biggers, he's improved his body a lot. He's improved physically, and he's really, really smart, and that's why really, I really like him. He was the best player in the spring game, according to a cl- source close to the program. All right, Jason, uh, the safety position at UNC, before we get out here on a, on a break, let's dive into it and what their role is and maybe why some of the moves were made to move JQ there and how you see some of these players fitting in this season.
2: Yeah, I, I think the main thing is is they – along with the linebackers, the backers basically take care of getting, getting things right up front. The safeties basically are the the quarterbacks in the back end. And so they've got to make sure that everybody's in the right spots. Uh, And they've got to communicate a bunch. I mean, this is, that's a heavy communication uh, position, but the other thing is that because they ask them to do a lot of different things, I mean, they're going to be some, sometimes they're going to be one-on-one coverage. Sometimes they're going to be box players they're they're asked to do a lot and so they've got to be a versatile player to play at the safety position in this defense uh and with all the the multi-wide receiver things that you're seeing you you really have to be able to cover almost like a like a, a corner uh for this for the defense to be what it needs to be so uh that that that's basically it and uh and you can see why they like the guys that they that 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 are moving up the chart essentially uh with Jaquarius and especially with Biggers uh, as well you can see that they want guys who are reliable tacklers especially on the back end and and that's something that Biggers definitely showed in in the spring and in the spring game he's a physical guy he's not afraid to come up and and not just make the tackle but to really make to, to hit you and uh and Conley obviously <laughs> brings that to the table as well so these are guys that you know they're with what they're doing I mean Bateman wants to stop the pass, but he knows that you can't beat anybody if you can't stop the run and And the safeties are a big part of the run support uh, in in what Bateman's going to be doing this year. so they they've got to have guys that are reliable tacklers back there, and that's why I think you're going to see guys like Conley and Biggers on the field more often than than some of the guys that maybe they don't trust to make open field tackles as reliably uh, based on prior performances. Uh, and that's something that they're going to have to see during the fall and in and, and early games this year. They're going to find who's, who's going to be the most reliable tacklers and, and who's most reliably in the right spots and, and gets guys on the ground. And those are going to be the guys that play. And the, yeah, I mean, top, jump in. go ahead, Greg.
0: I so was say the top tackler on the team, according to Pro Football Focus last year, was Jacurious Conley.
1: Mm-hmm. And he played most of the snaps the second half of the season. But, yeah, I mean, you could just tell in space he was so good at bringing down the the, the runner or the wide receiver. It just – his quickness, his ability to, to use angles and the physicality at the point of tackle was, was great. To jump in there, I, I'm interested to see if if Trey Morrison becomes kind of the odd man out um, in UNC secondary. I don't know what you all think. I mean, I, I like the guy because he seems to be able to make plays and he has a knack for the ball and he loves the game. But if they really like Biggers – of course, they like Conley. And then at, at Nickelback, you've seen Chapman. Um, and then maybe one of the, the, the actual corners play Nickelback. I'm wondering if, if there's only so many snaps. I'm wondering if Morrison doesn't play as much this year as a senior. And also, I think with the tackling thing, I think that's a clear indication of, of why Cam Kelly is the fourth guy, not in that rotation, because he clearly missed a lot of tackles last season. I'm interested to see his PFF numbers on, on his tackling as well. I know you all have thoughts on, on kind of those two things.
0: Well, in, in terms of, of Morrison, and, and I don't mean this uh, to sound harsh whatsoever, but, but I think Morrison is the kind of guy that, um, he, he, because of his size, I mean, he's 5'9", 190, uh, he, he is a, he's kind of built like a cornerback, kind of an old-school cornerback, but doesn't really have the speed to, to be as effective there as you want. And so because he, he does have a really good skill set, this is the type of player that um, kind of middle-of-the-road ACC teams – love to have um and he's you know, great for for larry fedora that, that kind of thing is it's kind of what the, the thinking is um but as mac brown continues to bring in elite talent across mm-hmm. the board especially at the defensive backs you're getting guys like the curious conley who are six foot six one 200 pounds with a lot of speed and so they can just do a little bit more they can be more effective than a guy like morrison and um in terms of Mentally, in terms of leadership-wise, he brings so much to the table. He, he's a great player, um, but I really do think this is a situation where maybe not as the odd man out, but I think there's there's guys with more potential on this roster now, um, and that's just that's just part of the recruiting process. Yeah. It's not a matter of recruiting over somebody; you're just trying to build that that elite talent. And when you do that, some guys like this uh, maybe will start to see their snaps reduce. Not to say he still can't provide a lot to this team. He certainly can. Uh, But because of some of those things, he may not see as many reps as he has previously in his career.
1: I think that's a great point about kind of the changing in recruiting and roster building. And you're seeing that, I think, a lot at the edge position, outside linebacker a little bit, and also – could be in a year or two on defensive line where some of these older guys are not playing as much in favor of freshmen and sophomores. We'll get back into it. I want Jason's take on all that. Um, When we come back, first, I'll to talk to you about Johnny T-shirt and Mm. shirt.com. I'm going to highlight some different products they sell. On the website right now, they have tons of really cool UNC balls. They got golf balls. They have basketballs, balls for kids, footballs, any type of ball you want. They have UNC balls, home and office sections. Do the click down here. The bathroom. The bathroom section: a Tar Heel football, sorry, basketball rubber ducky. Didn't think you're getting that one today, did you? Let's go to flags. You have UNC flags for the beach, for the home, for the garden, for any part of your house. You have tons of different UNC flags. Pretty cool thing for the home and for the tailgate. Let's go to stuffed animals. You need a kid, a gift for your kid, your niece or nephew. They have a couple stuffed animals. Let's go to jerseys here. Uh, we'll go to the all section of jerseys here on Johnny T-Shirt and JohnnyT-Shirt.com. They have the Nike number one legend football jersey. They have the throwback 1990s jersey with the, the gray stripes, a couple of different basketball Those jerseys, the really cool soccer jerseys. Get all your jerseys at Johnny t shirt and JohnnyT-Shirt.com. Tons of navy ones as well. And of course, all Inside Carolina subscribers can use 10% off the discount code to get 10% off their order, go to the premium message boards to get that code. Johnny T-shirt right on Franklin Street and online at Johnnyt-shirt.com. They support our podcast. help us do these different kind of podcasts. So we want you to support them. When you're in Chapel Hill for games, when you're in Chapel Hill driving through, make sure to go to Johnny T-shirt and t-shirt.com tell them inside Carolina sent you and use that premium um, promo code to get 10% off your order. All right, guys, we'll be right back with more discussion on UNC safeties heading to 2021 season. And we're back, and I think when we kind of went to the ad break there, we had an interesting discussion about, you know, recruiting and safeties and and where UNC is now. Jason, I wanted to go to you on your topic with that, with where guys like Trey Morrison are and kind of how this this personnel all breaks down for UNC at that position heading to the season.
2: Yeah, I I think one of the things that you're probably going to see more with somebody like Morrison is more situational use of some of the safeties. Now, obviously, when teams go up-tempo, then you can't necessarily sub the way that you would want to situationally. But where you can, then, you know, against, and also against certain teams, you're going to see certain guys get more time, right? So against a team that's going to try to isolate a quick uh, slot receiver against against your free safety, say, maybe you want to put Morrison at that spot more often than, than one of the, than one of the bigger, more physical safeties for that game, because you know that they like to do that. And, and so again, this is where having more talent and more talented bodies allows you to shape what you've got that week to the, to the appropriate uh, personnel that the other, that the other team and and the the tendencies that the other team that you're playing uh, brings to the table. So that's something that I do think you're probably going to see Morrison get fewer snaps all in all than what he's gotten in the past, but I think it'll be more uh, oriented towards what he brings to the table that he can give you in specific situations. Uh, and the same thing also, I mean, in the, in the last episode, we talked about the nickel, uh, nickel position and we really didn't talk about Jaquarius Conley in that position, but you know, he obviously played that position great last year and that's something that against certain teams, you know what, maybe you move, Aquarius Conley from safety to nickel for for that given game because of the matchup that you like. So you know these are the sorts of things that again, depending on how your uh, how your scouting report looks coming into a, into a game, you've got enough personnel and enough pieces with different skill sets that maybe you want to move move things around a little bit, move guys around to make sure that you're putting them in the position to cause the most problems for the opposing offense. And I think you're going to see more of that this year than what you've seen in the past because they have that flexibility provided, again, more guys stay healthy.
1: Yeah, and I think a big thing with the secondary is the depth. I mean, you, you mentioned it a little bit there. I mean, they have tons of guys at corner. You can, you can handle an injury for a couple games with the depth at cornerback and the talent at cornerback. Um, you can handle injury at, at safety with with Trey Morrison being a, certainly a part that can play. Don Chapman's played some safety. Um, and of course, Jacorius Conley, Gio Biggers, Cameron, Cam Kelly has experience. So used to have a group that, you know, when they had a couple in injuries, you know, they were playing guys, playing freshmen, playing guys who hadn't played much. They moved like Don Chapman. I remember to cornerback for a game or two because of some injuries. Now they have it every position, safety, nickelback and cornerback. They have guys who've played. They have experience and they have talent. Um, and I think it's going to be one of the better secondary groups in the ACC because the high end talent with Conley and with Geo Biggers and Trey Morrison and at cornerback, you have, um, you know, duck colleague, Michael and, um, and Tony Grimes, there's just so much talent there. So I think, UNC fans should be pretty excited about this group, and especially like we've said before, with the defensive line and the improved pass rush and just the depth there, you're gonna have more options for turnovers and more pressure on the quarterback. Greg, yep. Yeah.
0: And the the other thing too, you mentioned depth, and it's not just your your standard hierarchical you know one two three. It's the fact that Don Chapman played a full season at safety; he's gonna be at nickelback. He can play different positions. Trey Morrison has played all three positions. He's played nickel, corner, and safety. He's a guy you can utilize. So we've seen this defensive backfield really take a hit injury-wise the past couple of years, and that's been problematic. But one of the, the silver linings out of all that is a lot of these guys have played. Uh, and they've played different positions. So not only do you have good numbers, but you've got guys who, can, who have played different positions. And so if something does happen, it's not trying to teach somebody on the fly how to play this position. You can say, all right, Trey, we need you to go play corner today. Or, all right, Don, go, go back to safety this week. Uh, it's not that big of a deal. And that, that's the kind of uh, roster management that you need uh, where you've got bodies, but you've also got guys who are cross-trained.
1: Yeah. Jay Bateman's huge on cross training. He'll, he'll run a guy at a completely different position for a week or two, just to make sure they're ready. If the time comes Um, you may have the depth chart where, yeah, like you said, like the, you would think the third guy would step in, but really it's the nickelback who moves to safety and then the next nickelback steps up the same is true to offensive line with the Zudu. There's cross training there. You have a Zudu who's the backup at, at three spots rather than the younger guy who is on the depth chart as the second guy. So uh, I think Mac Brown has really instituted this thing where you're going to have multiple guys play multiple positions, and that proves to be true in the secondary. All right, guys. Anything else? This is our last one. I think. Good all right, guys. Thanks for noticing the goatee, first of all. Growing a power goatee for those listening
2: is there one there
1: yeah almost wiped it off last night (laughs) but i got power goatee i'm rocking it through training camp um
0: good summer good summer look
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i've never done goatee before we may i think we may try to do a um special teams one maybe into training camp because i couldn't sit here and tell you what's going on with special teams so once we have a better idea of kind of how that's breaking down maybe a week or two before the season starts we'll do a um, special teams podcast which will surely be our most listened to podcast all right guys anything else we're good, we're good. all right guys we're good. for uh for greg barnes and jason staples i'm ross martin we appreciate you listening to this preview series through the summer and uh we'll, we'll see you next time on the next inside carolina podcast